I had just been walking back from the store. I heard some chanting going on in this one particular building. Oh, here we go. just heard there was John Garside standing in line at Starbucks. You are in fact listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio. Thank you to everyone who has been integrating their chosen art forms into the Inspirato Projecto Precipitation. If you would like your audio concoction to be included in future Inspirato Projecto broadcasts, podcasts, also on the radio, the next radio show on KCHUN 1630 AM is happening on May 21st, so that will be broadcasting through the airwaves, 1630 AM. You can also tune in online, kchungradio.org, and you can hear more. Of the madness there.
it. just heard was another exciting exciting experimental soundscape by your friends man behind the machine man behind the machine man behind the machine and now it's time for something completely different. Different, 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 different. Thank you. I got my beautiful day. Oh, let's go listen to this musician.
season purr, purr, purr. For every moment purr, purr, purr. If you're a cat or if you're a human taking a cat nap. The season purple for every moment Hello, we are broadcasting, or rather, odd-casting to you live from the center of the vortex. And I must say, it's quite soothing here. I'm meeting other parallel versions of myself. Hell, how do you do? Nice to meet you. Well, pleasure to meet you as well. What, uh, era is that you're sporting there? 1962. Marvelous choice. I remember that year. I lived it. Now, you you married Barbara, correct? Oh, yes. What? You, you didn't, correct? Correct. How did that go? Oh, we're happily married. We have 15 children. 15 children. That's amazing. Yeah, 15 children. We keep humping like like bunny rabbits. Wow, isn't that marvelous? Well, what about you? You chose not to marry her. How did your life go? Well, my life went pretty darn well. I'm a mountain climber. Uh, ah, you don't say. I'm terrified of heights. I remember when I was in your shoes, Al. I was uh, very terrified of heights. And uh, I'm still terrified of heights. Oh, gosh, uh, uh, the other day, Barbara tried to get me uh, lifts for my shoes to make me a little bit taller than her, and uh, and uh, and uh, it terrified me. It terrified me. It uh, pushed me onto the brink of a of, of a fear of terror. Wow, that's uh, that's incredible. How could you feel any terror, any sort of fear or uh, uh, surprise or anguish here in such a Marvelous uh, vortex. Well, remember, Bub, uh, I'm just meeting you here now, right? After I say sayonara, I'm going back to my, my regular uh, appointment. I'm just on an ayahuasca trip now in Peru. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Where are you? While I'm sitting at my computer here in Massachusetts, up in the uh, up in the light tower. Oh, you didn't say it. Uh, so you, you ended up buying that light tower, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you got the art studio up there like uh, we've been thinking about doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, it's a great one. There's lots of space up here. It's like a, it's like a, a loft. You don't say. How big is the loft? Well, it's quite large. I'd say 55,000 square feet. Oh, my goodness. It's like the size of a, of a football field. Yeah, the correct. Lots of paintings, large paintings. How do you fit those paintings in the doors? Well, I've got to have these special doors, huge. You know, uh, if I want to put a 30-foot-tall canvas in the room, i got to figure out how to do that. Well, you do not say. Marvelous. Right. So there you have it. Anyway, anyway, time for me to get back uh, to my lighthouse. Okay, good seeing you, bub. Take care. Okay, you too. Excuse me? Grandmaster Flash. What is... Am I supposed to know what that is? Come on, maybe you know what that is. No, I, I don't know. I, I think it's like a band or something. But... Grandmaster Flash, man. You know what that means, man? You're supposed to meet you here, man. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not supposed to meet you here. I'm supposed to meet, uh... A, sh a woman named Firefox. That's me, man. What? That's me, man. Well, you catfished me, dude. You catfished me. No, man. That wasn't me, man. Okay, so now I'm... Okay, so... Alright, hold on. Do you have the secret documents? No, I don't have... Any secret document? Oh, the stuff that I printed out? Yeah, man, the stuff you printed out. Well, it was just some scribbles, some do doodles that they, I was told to do. They told me in the questionnaire. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Okay, you you want those? Yeah. I was supposed to show those to 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 Firefox. Well, show them. To me. Oh, okay. I'm gonna take it. I'm not giving it back. Okay. Okay. Alright, do you know what the, do you know what the, uh... What? What are you gonna ask for next? What do you know? Do I have... Car keys? Well, yeah, you're supposed to rent a car. Well... Yeah, you're supposed to take me to... To what? To the helipad, man, the helipad. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well... I, I don't know about that. If our rocket ship is to be reconstructed, we'll need all the help you could give us. That's why we are here, to ask for your approval and assistance. Do you really think the rocket can be repaired? That depends on how much of it can be salvaged. There shouldn't be too much trouble to construct a new shell. But the big problem will be if the atomic power has been destroyed. In that case, you could not undertake such a flight. Have to work out some substitute, possibly from your corium. We will send a party to salvage your ship whenever you are ready. We want to help. 
However, this is a matter that must be discussed by our council. We will let you know our decision shortly. Thank you. sound too easy. However, the approval will be granted. Do you still object to my plan? To destroy these people and all the people on the world as well? Yes, I do. We will build others from the same design. A fleet of them, a hundred fleets. And when we finish with the ruins of their world, what then? A plan to conquer the universe? More rocket ships? Where is the end of it? I seek only the sanctuary of a place to live for our people. Our planet is dying. The Corium will be gone. What plan do you suggest to save ourselves? That we make a pact with them for certain areas of the Earth. The people who have come here have no power or authority to make pacts. Once we let them escape, once their ship is gone, it may well be our last chance for survival. Surely they'll make other trips. What if they return in power and force and conquer us? They will kill us. I ask for a vote of the council. My plan or Telemars? Icron. Telemars! Icron's plan is carried by a vote of four to three. I need hardly caution, senior counselor, of the secrecy of this decision. The space travelers will not be warned. We will let them proceed with the rebuilding of their ship in the naive belief that we will let them return to Earth. Once the rocket is ready, they will become our prisoners. Hello, counselors. Soon now. Soon. The evacuation from a dead planet will begin. First the armies. Then the civilians. to Inspirato Projecto on iTunes. You will be the first one to know cosmic information. Thank you for subscribing to Inspirato Projecto on iTunes. Now our kids can finally go to college. Here's your fun fact. If you want to be a successful filmmaker, Learn marketing. If you don't know marketing, hire someone who does. If you don't market your film, no one will watch it. If no one watches your film, you will lose money and your your career will go nowhere. Stay tuned in Sprouta Projecto for more fun facts. Mickey Dolan's here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Ships ahoy, your pal Stony Shores here. Come on out. May 18th. That's today. Mm-hmm. Friday. May 18th at Borderline Barn Grill in Thousand Oaks. We'll be going on around 9 p.m., okay? You heard it straight here. 
1st, 9 p.m. May 20th, we're going to be at the California Strawberry Festival in Oxnard. That's right, the Strawberry Festival in Oxnard. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is on a Sunday, okay? A Sunday. So come on out and enjoy some, some, uh, some, uh, some wonderful shipwreck, some 70s and 80s love songs. You're gonna love it. Ships ahoy. Afterlife Report Podcast. Hello once again, dear listeners. It is me, the celebrity medium, with the most up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. We have what I believe, no, I don't believe, I know it's some tasty stuff for you this week including a follow-up to one of the year's biggest next-world celebrity stories. I always enjoy bringing these stories to you, and I really appreciate you listening to them. And enough falderall. Let's just get right to it. I'm sure you remember the story I told you about the huge concert event David Bowie put together a few weeks back inside iEvironment, the Rain Experience Park, originally conceived and designed by former Apple CEO Steve Jobs, featuring Bowie himself along with Prince, Jim Morrison formerly of The Doors, and Elvis Presley performing alongside his uh, favorite impersonator Andy Kaufman. The show was the hottest thing in recent memory in the afterlife. Well, I now have information that the original plan was for it to be even more star-studded. Word has leaked out that Bowie originally intended for the show to include Michael Jackson performing before Elvis came out on stage and finished things up. The King of Pop had agreed to be there to sing some of his biggest hits. Then Prince transitioned to the next world. As the earthly plane press has been reporting in recent days, MJ was, to say the least, not a fan of the purple one. He has been quoted as saying that Prince was the rudest man he ever met. Sources close to him are saying that Bowie booked Prince as soon as he arrived in his new existence, not knowing about the feud between he and Jackson. Sources are telling me that when Michael heard that Prince had been added to the lineup, he insisted that Prince have his invitation to perform canceled. When Bowie said he couldn't do that, Jackson made a scene, adding that he also objected to Presley being the closing act. <laughs> Bowie calmly explained that Presley was the biggest star in the history of rock and roll, and it was only fitting that he be the closer. To that, Michael reportedly started screaming that no one was bigger than him, and he stormed out of the meeting. As Jackson was never announced publicly as being part of the show, plans to include him were quietly dropped. So the moral of the story, once a diva, always a diva.
brothers Orville and Wilbur Wright, co-inventors of the airplane, have been trying their, I guess hand is not the right word here, at gay porn, working on a movie with Linda Lovelace and John Holmes, known as Johnny Wad in earthly plane erotic cinema. I said it, let you know as soon as I heard anything about their performances. Well, the early reviews, quote-unquote, are in, and they aren't great. From a source who worked on the set of Biplane, their first porno comes word that the Wright boys may have chosen the wrong profession. I'm told that during their scenes with her, Linda Lovelace had a hard time keeping a straight face. Apparently, the brothers are currently sporting those old-fashioned type mustaches, complete with wax tips. Lovelace found it difficult to keep her mind on her work whenever either of the brothers were close to her. In addition, the boys apparently couldn't measure up to the standards set by Holmes. Now, given his reputation for tumescence, that's probably unfair to them, but I'm told they were not impressive, at least when compared to his anatomy. Word from the set is that the rights seem completely oblivious to the snickering from their fellow actors and the crew. I'm told they strutted around the set like peacocks, which amused everyone else there to no end. The movie is set to be released to the afterlife public sometime in the next few days. It will be interesting to see what the general reaction is and how Orville and Wilbur take it. strange role reversal between former First Lady Jackie Kennedy and movie star Marilyn Monroe is continuing. As I reported a few weeks ago, Jackie has had a breast augmentation, apparently to make her former husband John F. Kennedy, who is now dating Monroe, jealous. In what looks a lot like retaliation, Monroe, who is now Ronald Reagan's squeeze, has dyed and styled her hair to match Jackie's famous do. Alright, that's strange enough, but now comes word that Jackie has gone tit for tat by her being, uh, having her hair bleached and cut to resemble Marilyn's. Also, if you remember the two women's speaking voices, they really weren't all that dissimilar. Sources tell me, however, that Jackie has hired a voice coach to train her to speak with the breathy, dumb, blonde intonations Marilyn used in movies like Some Like It Hot. People who've seen her out on the town with Reagan in recent days say that it's, it's more than a little creepy how far Jackie is going to emulate her former husband's new girlfriend. And likewise for those who have spotted Marilyn in the wild. She has apparently hired a stylist to outfit her with a wardrobe that looks as if it comes straight out of Jackie's closet. None of this strikes me as healthy behavior. I would love to know what Presidents Kennedy and Reagan think about all this role reversal, but neither has spoken publicly on the subject so far. For her part, Nancy Reagan is on record as being disgusted with her husband's playing the field, and I have to imagine it won't be long before some intrepid reporter catches up with her and asks her what she thinks about the whole Marilyn and Jackie thing, and that, my friends, is going to make for some world-class gossip.
lastly, things are heating up on the set of Tammy's Court, the TV courtroom show starring former televangelists Tammy Faye Baker and Jan Crouch. As I've been reporting, Tammy has had a radical makeover to look more glamorous for her role as the judge, and Jan is contractually obligated to continue to be over the top with her makeup and wigs as the bailiff. Now, right from the first episode, it has been obvious that Tammy is not happy with Jan's mugging for the camera. Jan's allegedly funny facial contortions were edited out of that pilot episode, but the producers, feeling that Tammy's obvious annoyance made for some interesting friction, have been leaving her disgust in the subsequent shows. A source on the set tells me that Tammy is finding it harder and harder to disguise her frustration with Jan to the point where viewers are trying to guess when the inevitable blow-up between the two women will occur. I'm told that, for now, things are at least semi-professional during the tapings, but that Tammy has developed the habit of going directly to her dressing room when the cameras turn off, after which people can hear her playing loud music to disguise the sound of her throwing lamps and other things at the wall. It's coming to a head, folks, and I think it's going to be glorious when it does. Okay, that wraps up this week's report. I will be off next week for the 4th of July, but I promise to return the week after with more up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. Please be here for that, and also please tell your friends that the report is available for free on both iTunes and in the Google Play Store. To my listeners in the USA, have a happy and safe Independence Day. I'm the Celebrity Medium. I'll see you right here in two weeks. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732. Places you can find Los Angeles, California. <clears throat> Number four, Clifton's Cafeteria. There's been a lot of buzz surrounding Clifton's Cafeteria since Andrew Miriam, the Edison, remodeled and reopened the classic LA Atri. I stopped by with a friend recently and we were immediately smitten. Clifton's knows how to do this holiday window display. That alone is unusual in car-centric Los Angeles. We spend a few minutes drooling over the gingerbread house in in this uh, candy cane tree before walking inside. Even though it was late and the crowd was thin, it took a while to get a cafeteria meal just because it's so easy to get distracted inside a restaurant.
Well, hello again. We're going on another adventure. We're going to go get lunch. Today's lunch will be provided by Rick's Burgers. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Should be entertaining. Should be delicious. And nutritious. I like to walk to go get my food. Because... And I'm uh, working off the calories. That's what I tell myself. Actually, it's because I don't want to lose my parking space. All right, here we go.